0: July 3rd, 2019 Happy 4th of July to everyone Most of you will probably be listening to this Right, heading into 4th of July Or on 4th of July I'm going to try to get through this quick Mainly I wanted to post it because there's a, a Cool pick 5 carryover at Arlington Park On 4th of July And it's a low takeout pick 5 And there's already a carryover Of 40, uh, over $46,000 In it, so worth taking a shot uh, Putting a few bucks into So I'm going to break down that sequence And and really, that's the going to be the main focus for this podcast. But we're going to hit on some NBA free agency. And we're going to talk about the field is set for a 64-team bracket for the best baseball movie ever. Yes, best baseball movies ever this week. 64. Wow. Of all the, the best movies that we've done, the best sports movies, this is by far. By far the deepest And the most stacked group Little Women's World Cup And then next week Or next week, next episode In just a few days, we'll have another Wimbledon Check-in, more uh, MLB Who's hot, who's not, and big little Thoughts, and then talk about how uh, Stranger Things and Suits coming up Will be a couple shows that we'll be uh, Doing some recaps for Let's get started with a little On this Day, July the 3rd Back in 1863 The Battle of Gettysburg Largest battle ever fought on the American continent Ending a major victory for the Union During the U.S. Civil War 1884 Dow Jones publishes its first stock index The Dow Jones Transportation Average 1928 The first color television transmission in London 1976 Björgwin's first of five straight Wimbledons, 1985. Thought th- these two back to back were cool. Back to the Future was released in theaters. And my dad actually built Michael J. Fox's house. So I have a couple Back to the Future Power Wheels DeLorean style cars. And uh, one of them I used to drive around in, and the other. I have signed by Michael J. Fox Never touched Total collector's item Love Back to the Future But In 1987, on this day July the 3rd, Adventures in Babysitting Was released, starring Elizabeth Shue The interesting tie-in With Back to the Future and Elizabeth Shue Is that Back to the Future 2 Was starring Elizabeth Shue She Played Jennifer Parker in Back to the Future 2 The original actress who played uh, Jennifer Parker in Back to the Future Stopped acting, her mom was sick With cancer and so she was taking care of her mom So The tie-in with Elizabeth Shue She actually plays Jennifer Parker in Back to the Future 2 She plays Chris Parker In Adventures in Babysitting And interesting that Just a few years later She would star in Back to the Future 2 2018, Cardi B, the first female rapper with two number one U.S. billboard hits. On this day, the Women's World Cup. Congratulations to the women. They are in the final now with, wow. You know, soccer gets a, a, a bad rap and soccer is not nearly as popular in the United States as it is, you know, worldwide. But this game This match was awesome It was A lot of drama You know you're in the final four now So you expect it to be a, Obviously a very You know good Just good teams left There's no going to be no more 13-0 victories No Rapino Out with a hamstring injury So your best player Or one of your best players Very controversial is out He's been one of the stars of the tournament. So Christian Press is starting instead. Ends up scoring in the 10th minute. Puts the U.S. up 1 0. England comes back after an Alex Morgan goal, 2 1 in the 31st minute. Alex Morgan does a little celebration where sipping on some tea, little teacup, tea time. So we had no Rapino. The sub for Rapino that was starting for Rapino scores. Then you have Alex Morgan scoring with a little tea time celebration. England has an offsides. They scored a goal and the goal is taken away by video replay via the offsides. Then England misses a PK. It was a great save by uh, by Nair in the 83rd minute. There was a, another moment when the US had a key chance when Morgan was wide open in the middle of the box, but press didn't see Morgan and took the shot instead and went wide. Could have put the US up three to one. Instead, they still able to hold on for the victory. And now they will be playing the Netherlands in the final. Netherlands 1-0 win over Sweden. So it'll be the Netherlands versus the US women in the final. NBA free agency has been insane. As of this recording, I'm it looks like Kawhi is going back to Toronto. It was the Lakers a lot of the buzz There was the Clippers all along Now it feels heavily like he's going back to Toronto He's in Toronto right now That makes the most sense to me, right? I mean, I just felt like the Clippers were the team That didn't really make a lot of sense He could either stay in Toronto with the team that he just won Sign a couple years with them He's comfortable, he knows what the way that they just took care of him Really well for the year Or if you're going to want to try to win And you want to team up with You know, LeBron and Anthony Davis It's not a bad way to go I just didn't ever really see him going to the Clippers, and it feels like he's going to Toronto now, so if that news breaks at all and while I'm recording this podcast, it, it definitely might. It's been frustrating, because I wanted to record the show earlier, and I figured that we'd get the Kawhi news, so I could at least react to it, but you know how it's going to happen. As soon as this pod is over and recorded, Kawhi is going to have announced that he went to Toronto, but at least that's the feeling now. It's crazy, because a lot of media people felt Lakers over the last few days, but this is such hearsay. I'm just a little disappointed with all the reporting out there and all the back and forth. It, it seems like in the, this age of social media there's it, never been as much inaccuracy out there as uh, as there is right now. Let's run through the what the league looks like though Boston these are these are some of the acquisitions Boston, Kemba Walker, Ennis Cantor, Daniel Thice, Brad Wanamaker. So they, they change their team up quite a bit. They lose a couple big pieces too. Brooklyn, obviously, we heard they signed Kyrie and Durant. Durant will be out for the year. And they're both going to take a little bit less money. So DeAndre Jordan gets paid. Brooklyn also has Garrett Temple and Wilson Chandler. Charlotte really badly, in my opinion, overpaid Terry Rozier. Three years, $58 million. Chicago Chicago, uh, Saturansky, Thaddeus Young, uh, Archie Diacono and Cornet. Um, the Pistons Derek Rose and Tim Frazier Pacers I like what I've seen from the Pacers so far Malcolm Brogdon, Jeremy Lamb, Sumner And TJ McConnell, some really nice pieces Brogdon's going to be a, an excellent piece For them for you know years going forward The Heat With the big trade, they got Jimmy Butler They add Myers Leonard Milwaukee made a, a few changes They did retain Middleton, Brook Lopez, George Hill They did add Robin Lopez and Wes Matthews So the Lopez brothers there Knicks have been the one that people feel a little I mean Polarizing I guess in, in the moves They've made. Julius Randle Three years for $63 million, and they paid Bobby Portis, Taj Gibson, Reggie Bullock Alfred Payton, Wayne Ellington Couldn't get a big free agent But a lot of pieces The th- It's like those are Solid veteran pieces or Players that I think could be good all In different areas if there was a star I just don't know if there's going to be a star for the Knicks Yet, could be a really big year for Julius Maybe like a fantasy player to, uh, to lead on to Orlando, resigned signed Vucevic, Terrence Ross, Michael Carter-Williams They added al Muna uh, Aminu 76ers, Al Horford, Tobias Harris, that was a big one They get Al Horford, add uh, Tobias Harris, they get Joss Richardson in the trade Mike Scott, Kylo Quinn, James Ennis So a lot of moving pieces there The Raptors still waiting on Kawhi Matt Thomas is the only other move We've heard from them Washington Thomas Bryant Ish Smith And Isaiah Thomas Good old Thomas Bryant Getting some money Like to see that Former Laker Dallas Porzingis Gets paid in a really weird deal That might come back to bite them Because he's been injury prone Dwight Powell JJ Barea Maxi Kleber Seth Curry Who I really wanted in the Lakers And then Finney Smith Denver, a max extension for Jamal Murray. Paul Smith, uh Paul Millsap. Paul Millsap also picked up uh they picked him up for the year for the uh, with his option. The Warriors, D'Angelo Russell to the Warriors. They re-signed Klay Thompson, Looney, Willie colley Stein, they picked up, and Glenn Robinson the third. The Rockets, Gerald Green, House, Austin Rivers. The Clippers, Patrick Beverly, Moe Harkless, Rodney Magruder. Lakers so far, Troy Daniels, and Jared Dudley. And Obviously, they made the trade for Anthony Davis, and they're waiting for uh for if they if or they do or don't get Kawhi. I, I mean, I'm seeing he's gonna gonna stay. I'd imagine he's going to stay. Memphis, Jonas Valanciunas, and Andre Iguodala. It looks like Iguodala is either going to be traded or bought out from Memphis. They just also made a trade uh where they sent um uh, Corver to Phoenix, and they got back Melton and Josh Jackson from Phoenix. Minnesota. Jordan Bell and Noah Vonley New Orleans Pelicans are going to be a fun young team Derek Favors, J.J. Redick uh, Nicole O'Malley, Darius Miller The Thunder, Mike Muscala New Orleans Noel, Alec Burks Phoenix, Ricky Rubio and Frank Kaminsky Portland Lilliard with the Supermax extension Whiteside on the trade Could be interesting there Rodney Hood, Mario Hazonia Anthony Tolliver, the Kings, Harrison Barnes Dwayne wayne Corey Joseph, Trevor Ariza Rashawn Holmes, like some of the players they signed Feel like they may have just signed them for a little too much Spurs, Rudy Gay and Damari Carroll Utah Jazz, Bogdanovich Ed Davis, Jeff Green And Emmanuel Mudiay. <laughs> As you've noticed A lot of movement in the NBA Lots of money being paid out One of the most stressful events in life Is moving Everything that goes into the process of relocating. There are so many different factors that you have to worry about. I know someone who can make your life easier, and I am very happy to introduce Cindy Carava, the sponsor of That's What G Said podcast. If the name sounds familiar, Cindy is the wife of horse racing trainer Jack Carava, who's been a mainstay on the Southern California racing circuit for the last thirty years. Cindy Carava is a full service realtor that can help you in many different ways, like selling, purchasing, and leasing. She can help you find vendors like handymen. Painters, landscapers, and gardeners That she personally uses in her own home Also, if you need help With getting pre-approved for a home loan Cindy can connect you to lenders That she works closely with and can highly recommend Covering all parts of the San Gabriel Valley And parts of North San Diego County Del Mar, Solana Beach, and Rancho Santa Fe If you're just curious to see How much your home is worth She can even do a free market analysis Of your home's value You can find Cindy on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube Reviews about her on Yelp and Zillow Or the easiest way, Cindycarava.com. You can find all the contact information there That last name, C-A-R-A-V-A I've known her personally for almost a decade She is one of the most honest and genuine people I've ever met Exactly the type of person you can trust with any of your real estate needs Get to CindyCarava.com right now If you have any questions at all, email her cindyc.realtor at gmail.com And this gives me a nice little tangent into the next segment, which is going to be the field for the best baseball movies. Mrs. Carava, Cindy Carava, she said some of her favorites, A League of Their Own, The Sandlot, Moneyball, and Field of Dreams. Well, you've named some of the top eight, I think. I was trying to put them into seeds. And the seeding of like a 64-team tournament so I'll have the 1s, the 2s, the 3s, the 4s, the 5s, the 6s, the 7s, the 8s. We'll go through. Here's what the field looks like. And I'm going to have the voting out in the bracket. So make sure to follow on Twitter. It's me, Gino B. Go back and watch some of these baseball movies. Come and vote in the polls. Let some of your friends know that like these movies. This is this has been the best one so far. And this is a deep group. Bull Durham. Major League. The Sandlot. The Natural. Field of Dreams. a League of Their Own. Moneyball. Bad News Bears. 42 Bang the drum slowly, eight men out Pride of the Yankees For love of the game, hardball Rookie of the year, little big league Brewster's millions, angels in the outfield Summer catch, Mr. Baseball, Major League 2 Fever pitch, the rookie, the babe The scout, trouble with the curve It happens every spring Million dollar arm, the slugger's wife 61, damn Yankees uh, The Stratton story Fear strikes out uh, Bingo Lang Traveling All-Stars uh, Pride of St. Louis Cobb Sugar The Fan The Perfect Game Bad News Bears The New One The Benchwarmers Major League 3 Hank Aaron Chasing the Dream Bad News Bears Breaking Training Life and Times of, Green, of Hank Greenberg Jackie Robinson Story Bad News Bears in Japan Take Me Out to the Ball Game Ed Knuckleball Chasing 3000 Beer League Sandlot 2 Everyone's Hero Game 6 Off the Block Ball Player Don't Look Back The Babe Ruth Story Mr. Dent's Destiny up for grabs And added Bastards of baseball Tiger Town And I believe that's all Yeah, that's the group So the voting will begin soon I'll go through it more I'll break these down into, uh, And we'll talk about some of the best movies And we'll do some of the deep dives like we did We'll bring a guest on in the next few days And we'll really get into some of these best baseball movies But get to Twitter it's me, Gino B Follow me over on Twitter Sock some horse racing news And then that Arlington pick 5 Matoli. Connections were intrigued by stretching out To a mile and eighth in the Whitney But probably won't The Vanderbilt and the Forgo look most likely Midnight Bisou's goal is the personal ensign Grade 1 Probably running in the Shuvi next Serengeti Empress will run in the test next With Bellafina, Even, and Kofivi I'm going to try to use that to set up for the cotillion. That should be a loaded test. Gift box pointing to the Pacific Classic. Omaha Beach back working mid July, pointing for races at the end of August. Perhaps the shared belief stakes. Arlington Park pick five, get your past performances out. Fourth of July carryover, $46,000 plus. And the pick five starts in race number four. Late pick five, low takeout. I'm going to use. A few in, in here. If we start from the inside, we'll talk we'll talk with Pablo Del Monte. He was a winner last time out. I just don't think this is his best distance and from the rail, and he's stepping up a little bit. He was a bit unprepared at the start, took a few strides to get going, but he did deal with the challenge and he put that one away. That was the next out winner who is okay. He fits at the level, if this was five furlongs I'd like Pablo Del Monte a lot more The two Is Simsbury And I I like Simsbury quite a bit in here Takes the blinkers off today He's going to go second start off the layoff I think he's in a really really nice spot He was bumped around a bit at the start He was three deep chasing, he did make a slight bid up to second At the top of the lane before tiring Now he takes the blinkers off Second start off the bench Cuts back, drops Speed to sit behind Lots of things to like about Simsbury. Loves Arlington. Should sit a really nice trip because it looks like there's a couple speeds in here, right? With Pablo Del Monte, we think's gonna be on the lead. Showgood's gonna be on the lead. Spectacular Road's gonna be on the lead. They're all very one-dimensional speeds. Tough Stuff's the one to beat in here. If I if Simsbury's the one to bet at like four to one, Tough Stuff's the one to beat. After a slow start, he was pushed back to last It was double digit lengths out of it He saved ground, he was still dead last at the top of the lane And he angled in between horses For a huge late rally An easy winner, and he just does not have to be So far back He'll be Really tough to hold off in here The next horse I like Is actually the 4, We Love Candy He broke on top he got shuffled back to fourth, fifth. Then he moved nicely in between horses. He looked like he was gonna win for a split second before Tough Stuff came onto the scene and started the roll. Wheel of Candy was put up to third because he got in tight late. He should have been second if it, it didn't if he didn't get into that late trouble. He was second best in the race. And I, I think, you know, if he gets forgotten about a little bit in here. Makes a lot of sense to use in some of your exotics. So for me, two, three, four, I just didn't really love the rest of the field. I don't think the race is gonna set up all that well for the other speeds in here. I'm not a big fan of kiss that baby. Goodbye. So two, three, four in that order is how I will play the first leg of the pick five sequence, race four on July fourth at Arlington. Race five. This one is tough. Now I this is a a pretty tricky sequence. Moving forward, he's cheeky, I think, is one of the ones. You know, you go back to his last few starts, he was one of four next out winners on the 27th. On the 9th, he was a nice winner. After uh, he was, you know, last early, he saved ground, he waited, he angled to the outside, he got up late. Most recently, he looked like he was going to win, but he did have some trouble early on. He was in tight, he had to tap on the brakes. It wasn't an easy first quarter mile for him. And he was three deep in between, and he just got nailed late. He's really tough to exclude from the exotics. I I just I couldn't really put a ticket together without including him. So he's he's one I think you have to use. Arrival, not as big of a fan of. I think he's kind of one dimensional speed. He broke well, he got to the lead easy, and he was headed at the top of the lane. He did come back again a little bit, but no real excuses for him last time out. Student Body Left is going to be my top selection in here. Either of Turf or Synthetic. That's, in this particular race, the horses that I have, the surface isn't shouldn't really affect them all that much. It should be more of, more of, honestly, for the top contenders, they seem pretty even on the surface. So I'm not, like, he's cheeky. You look at Student Body Left. You look at X Prompt. I like them all particularly based on their turf form But if the race comes off I'm not going to change my course with any of them Student body left has been better on the synthetic uh, X prompt has not been bad on the synthetic in most pr- most recently And he's cheeky We've just seen go back and forth So <laughs> got tongue tied for a second When I was just trying to say something simple That yeah, I think they're, they're pretty even on, on both service And, and may, more so There's nobody else in here that feels like They would clearly be upgraded On the synthetic over them If it's on the grass, don't forget about the 7 clear and convincing. But let's talk more about student body left. This barn is 3 for their last 7 off a plus 180 day layoff. This particular horse was 1 of the 7 and 1 of the 4 that didn't win back on June the 22nd when finishing 2nd off a 233 day layoff. And that was back in 2018. Going 7 furlongs on the synthetic and that was first time in the barn. So you feel like this barn knows him better now. You look at him as a recent races. September 21st, he broke well from the extreme outside. He was three deep into the turn. Settled fourth. It was kind of five off the lengths in the two path. He angled out four or five deep at the top of the lane. It was not bad at all. If he comes back with even a slightly lower effort than that, back on September 21st, he can still win this race. No issues at all. Good barn off the bench. Proven on synthetic and the grass, should come running, have some speed to set up and, and the chase. Student body left, top selection, anything over four to one, worthy of a, a win wager. X prompt. I mean, you go through all of his races since he's been in the US. The December 23rd race, slow start, he was last early, he saved ground. He started to move inside behind a wall of horses, but he was waiting, waiting, waiting. Found a seam, angled out 5 deep Very nice win February the 2nd Was not bad at all He was Towards the back I think the wide trip hurt him He was 2 deep, he was 6, then he was 3 deep He loomed up He had dead aim, but he was a little bit flat late It wasn't a bad effort March the 16th It was 10th of 12 early, he was behind horses He only really got a chance to run late He was okay But that was a much better group Much better group Last time out Went a little shorter Probably a race to set this up Get a little more speed into him Put the blinkers on I don't think you'll have to be so far back today You have to use this horse in all of your exotics This is a capable barn that hasn't had a a ton of first off the claim runners But they have won with first time in their barn horses Previously in just the last couple years Sea Rover not really a fan of Against Rhythmia Sat second under really slow fractions. I just, I think he would really need a perfect trip. Clear and convincing. You know, make an easy excuse for his last out. He just stopped. Just tossed that race. Couple starts back, he beat a horse who's won three of the next four. A couple times for 25 at Belmont. And then never even called some outside speed. Three, four, one, seven is the order I have them in the fifth at Arlington I think 1, 3 and 4 you have to use in all the exotics. I'll use some some sevens in uh, in a couple in a couple spots. Sixth race, third leg of the sequence. The inside horses, I'm not really a fan of the first five. I mean, the one wouldn't shock me, Katarina Slav. I just he's going to need to improve in here. It should save some ground, but there're just a lot of others with upside that I like more. Rustic Rick Going to have to improve stepping up. I need to see a lot more from Fuelish Behavior. Vacation Lover. First timer going long on the grass. Bred well, but I just want to see one because it's not easy. And this is not something that Barn has done very well. Or most Barns can do well. Get a horse to go long on the grass first time out. And then Ready and Rich. I wouldn't talk you off playing Ready and Rich underneath. has a decent grass race on the turf at Gulfstream Park. That a repeat of that would probably win this. But he, he's really hard to trust. So I mean I, I'd treat him as more of an underneath horse in here. If if Reddy and Rich is like five, six to one though and floats up, I I wouldn't talk you off using him in a race where I'm already going to be spreading a little bit. I just wouldn't want to take a short price on Ready and Rich. The six is hard story, who he really never had a shot with the wide trip last time out. If this race stays on the grass. I think he has a legitimate long shot chance And maybe a horse to include The seven is Bold Painter And he's really tough to knock If you look at his last you know, Five efforts They really haven't been bad at all Going along on the synthetic here On May the 18th He was just beaten a neck He broke right on top He crossed over He opened up a, a half length And was headed But then he battled back um, and he took the lead again. He just kept battling back from the inside. Really tried hard. Last out at Churchill, he broke well, but he was outrun a little bit. And then he got back to sixth, to seven, seven lengths off. He closed well. He angled out four wide. He was no match for the winner, but he was a clear cut second. He's fine on either the turf or the synthetic. He he won a uh, he beat a horse was behind a horse. Another mystery who was a first level allowance winner out of that race. He's not fast, but he has more positional speed Than he showed last time out Bold painter First time starter, star of Kodiak Dan was a four time winner Three of the five sibs to race have won But nothing crazy as far as big Big winners That's a little bit of a shot Louis Kingdom In the debut, he broke in He was very fast, but he was a little bit green He opened up four He just held on for third He's logical speed second time out But I think there's other speed in here It doesn't mean he can't sit off the pace And he's a horse to include I have him fourth I just like a couple others I think have a little more upside The 10 mine runner Needs lots of improvement second out This barn can do so They're very good with maiden seconds out Was a step slow Was in between at the back of the pack Get a little bit of action in the debut the 11 Hello America does look like the one to beat he Had a good start He ended up third Maybe about six lengths off Behind Louis Kingdom who was winging it on the front end He was on the inside of a pair He was traveling very well But he had to Wait behind horses He closed well, he was a clear cut second And he looks like the one to beat And with any improvement he'll be really really tough in here And he, won, he ran on the synthetic Should be great on the grass And we know he's proven fine on the synthetic Wrath is the horse Who's kind of a wild card that I'll make my top Selection slightly over Hello America He will be in the mix Early there's just something To him when I watch all of his races He's been in some productive Races if you go through all of them They've all included some nice Horses who have come out of those races to run well couple next-out winners in the uh, Ellis Park race. And then at Churchill, he, he hit the uh, Market King and Laughing Fox. Last-out, Kulik Bear, who was a next-out winner. And then was third against optional 80s at Belmont after that. He broke right with the leaders. He tracked behind. He got shuffled a bit. And, and he came on again. And when I watch all of his races, I just can't help but think that there is something here with him. So I'm going to put him on top. 12 over 11 over 7 over 9. And if this race comes off, the 12 and the 11, completely fine on the synthetic. The 7 is completely fine on the synthetic. And the 9, Louis Kingdom, completely fine on the synthetic. So no issues with them. Projecting all of them to be fine on the grass too, which the race is on. But hearing that there could be a lot of bad weather, they should be fine on either surface. If the race is on the grass and the 13 draws in, big shot, the next best thing. So make sure to uh, to do some adjustments if someone gets scratched in this race, and the thirteen is in seventh race at Arlington. We'll take a, a kind of a shot in here with the horse you like on top, and I guess we'll just go through the field little by little from the inside out. Though the one Helen Hayes, she's the one to beat. The race doesn't set up all that well for her. But she might just be better than everyone else And I don't know if she's a need the lead She should be able to sit okay from the rail So Helen Hayes She'll be tough to exclude I think she's obviously the one to beat I'm not going to bet her to win But in the pick 5 here She's really tough to leave out of your tickets Paulette Not not a fan of Paulette in this spot Sammy's car I have in the third spot uh, Was behind a fine next out winner last time out I just She's she's okay in here She has a little bit of speed She should be close I, It's just really tough to love anyone in this field Because there's a lot of horses that are not in the best of form And in particular did not run well Last time out The Four Prado's Encore Is a wild card that's worth some including Fine turf form Has shown the ability to kind of sit and pass some horses If need be But enough speed to get in the mix So I think she's one to include, depending on how deep you go I have I have her pick 4th in here Track Magic, not a fan of I think Logie will be close early And maybe just Make that pace a little quicker Same thing for Canton Comet Who's a total hit or miss type horse right? Really only one decent effort And that was showing speed In a race where she was able to get the lead Under pretty slow fractions to the half mile Now going to go first time on the grass I'm just expecting some pace the 8 Superstar Diva, more of an underneath type. It's not a fan of the last couple efforts from Superstar Diva. Really didn't see any excuses for those poor performances. I'm going to make the top selection Kurinagi. Wait, kur in guy. <laughs> Total Total shot here. Okay, put a line through the May 18th race at Arlington. His last effort, her last effort... Very good coming from well off of it She doesn't have to be so far back as she showed When breaking her maiden at Hawthorne In April 2018 Now, she's coming off a, a long layoff She hasn't raced in over a year But the way that this race looks on paper It's either You know, Helen Hayes is is better than the rest of this field And I think she beats him Or we get a horse like Kuranagi Because the race sets up where Helen Hayes shows speed. Sammy's car shows speed. Prado's Encore shows speed. Loji shows speed. Canton Comet shows speed. My Jilly shows a little pace. You know, Superstar Diva's in the mix. That There's a scenario where that happens and it sets up nicely for the 9. So let's put the 9 on top of the 1. Helen Hayes. We'll put the 3, Sammy's car in the third spot. The 4, Prado's Encore. I mean, you may have to go very deep. And I'll play one ticket where I do go very deep in here. The 7... Canton comet and then the eleven, my Jilly, I think is a horse to include, who faced tougher last time out for the new barn off the claim. Now they drop back in, proven on both the synthetic and on the grass. So my Jilly would be in the mix also. I'd have this nine one three four seven eleven, depending on how you how deep you want to go. But we'll play one ticket where it's one nine, and then another ticket where it's one, three, four, seven, nine, eleven. 8th race, closing things out There is really Not a lot of Horses that are Seem to be like a consistent fit At this level, so this is another race Where I think you'll If you want to go price fishing Go for it, right? But what's wrong with the one Prairie Chief Who had a little bit of trouble Was squeezed back at the start uh, Recovered well, moved up to 3rd With dead aim, was 3 deep at the top of the lane But And was passed but came on again in between horses And wins the battle for third As the beaten favorite He's been the beaten favorite most recently But I could see him Really fitting well in this spot If he can work out a trip from the inside And I'm going to make him my slight top selection Based on price The two cats run away Got stuck inside uh, On the rail It was okay I just like others more in here I don't have him in my top 5 The wild card is Crankshaft Who was a $245,000 purchase You know, his May 26th race He had a length lead within 100 yards And was really good And and geared down late And that was going 6.5 for a long This is 6 He's a tough horse to leave off your ticket Because he's the type of horse Who might be able to just clear the field You know, every other race Or one every three races and and be very good when he does so And then if he gets headed Or if he doesn't get the lead He might be the horse who who runs dead last President-elect Not a whole lot to say about that one World of Truth Stepping up for a very nice barn Proven over the track You know he. he I just don't love this group I'll take a horse who's in good form Looking for his third in a row Let's use World of Truth I have him in the third spot In race number 8 Six Rock Cantor comes off a win. He actually beat the horse Prairie Chief, who I am going to use. But I'm I want to see Rock Cantor do it again with his late running style. I think he'll need things to break real really well for him. Little Mighty Man, on the other hand, I think he looks like the one that you have to beat. Off of that last effort, he broke well. He ended up fifth, five off. He was too deep. He moved in between horses. He angled around the uh, three deep, and he. Just held second If you go through his last You know six or seven races There are a couple that you can make legitimate excuses for And then the other races are good He seems to be in the best form And he seems like the most likely winner of this race So whether shortcut Not a whole lot That convinced me worth the Including And then unbridled ruler The old light bulb angle where you have a horse who takes 26 times to break his maiden but he's always shown talent right he's not he's not a horse that's a it's without ability and he has a lot of speed from the outside he could very easily wire this field or get right in the mix so he's tough to exclude but you figure the way the race shapes up on paper with World of uh, with Unbridled Ruler and with Crankshaft and with a horse like Cats Runaway there will be a couple speeds in here, so it won't be easy for Unbridled Ruler. But I have one seven five three nine in that order, depending on how deep you want to go or who you want to use. So, a couple different approaches on how I'll play the pick fives. But I, I gave you the horses I like in order, just in case if you want to play a really small ticket or a really big ticket, you can do so. My first, uh, my first ticket will be two three with one three four so two three is Simsbury and tough stuff one three four he's cheeky student body left and X prompt with 11 twelve that is hello America and wrath with one three four seven nine eleven. so that this is the pick five where I'll use all those horses I mentioned in the seventh spread out and then I'll use all those horses I mentioned in the eighth to spread out. one three five seven nine. So, two, three, with one, three, four, with 11, 12, with one three four seven nine eleven 11, with one, three, five, seven, nine. Different approach. If you want to go a little deeper, maybe throw a couple extra horses in or change the ticket, or maybe you play two different tickets. I generally will, will like to play two. Two, three, four, with, so in the first leg, we'll include we love candy. And one, three, four, seven. So that's he's cheeky, student body left. X prompt and we'll throw in the 7 Clear and convincing 7, 11, 12 Now in the 6th race we'll include the 7 Bold Painter Along with Hello America and Raft. 4th leg of the sequence Which is race number 7 We'll shorten up here to 1-9 to So we'll just go with, with Helen Hayes There and then the 9, our top selection 1 and 9 And then to close things out, one, three, five, seven, Prairie Chief Crankshaft Word of truth And little mighty man Couple approaches for you folks Have a great Fourth of July Be safe, have fun Fourth of July has always been one of my favorite holidays As uh, From a kid growing up We've always had like a barbecue here Where I live in Temple City Fireworks are legal, which is a lot of fun So we can have a little fireworks show We play a softball game right down the street from my house We have a barbecue, some drinks, some dessert A lot of fun 4th of July, Halloween Have always been two of my favorite holidays And I, I've always had a blast So I hope you all have a great one And uh, maybe I'll see some of you here At my house in future years on 4th on of July So be safe Happy holidays, Joey my man This is all you